Welcome back to Speak Truth to Life. And we are gearing up for the end of the year. Can you believe we have made to the end of the year? So as we're reflecting and moving on to 2023, I realized that um, <clears throat> as a remote worker, uh, looks like remote work is here to stay. And a viral video um, from a young lady who basically was interviewing for a remote position uh, got my attention because basically she decided not to take the position because this employer tracks their employees. But 78% of employers are using remote work tools to spy on us. I've known this for years, but I don't worry about a company spying on me because I work. I know what I'm doing. I know what employers want. Employers want you to be productive. They want you to be doing work. So it doesn't harm me, but apparently uh, research in the area of, of employers using remote work tools to spy on you um, has some aspects of harming um, and let's talk about the different forms of work from home. You got work from home and then you have hybrid uh, models. Work from home using maybe telecommuting or fully remote at home. And then you have people working some days at home and some days in the office. Most employers now, if you look at applications, they want you to have that experience, <clears throat> have that option to come into office because some employers don't want you to be fully at home, but that's another podcast. Anyway, uh, there is software that is, is a productivity surveillance technology. And they're looking at keystrokes. They're looking at how much time are you spending on a particular website? For me, the only social media website I go to on my work laptop is LinkedIn. I go in there, I dip in there to look at different things, but uh, look at articles, <clears throat> more like e-learning tool, tools and things of that nature. I don't go in there to look for jobs, uh, spy, you know, doing that, but I answer emails through that. And also it gives me idea of what's going on in, in different jobs. So I, I keep my LinkedIn, LinkedIn as something that I look at maybe once a week on my work laptop. I don't stay on there for a long time. I don't, I'm sure they're looking at my keystrokes and what I'm looking up, but the stuff that I'm looking up is for work. And if you're going to go into remote work for 2023 and thinking that you can get you a remote job and that it's going to be great and nobody's going to be looking at you, that's just being very, you're not being realistic. These companies are paying a lot of money for people to work at home. They want to make sure they get their money back. So I'm not tripping, you know, on, well, what are they looking at? But let's look at this article. It's, it's talking about 85% people blame, uh, the employees blame hybrid work for obscuring whether their employees are being productive. Again, a lot of employers are not on this whole hybrid train, but they have to be because more people want to work at home. 
Um, so basically, like I said earlier, uh, they're looking at screenshots throughout the day. What are you doing? They're logging your keystrokes and, and clicks. They're analyzing message. How many messages are you doing? How long are they are? What's the length? Uh, and then, like I said, tracking website usage. Now, a lot of uh, organizations also have social media um, policies in the employee handbook. You better read your handbook when you get hired. Now, for me, whether I was working inside of an office or not, I always kept myself kind of like looking, working a certain way. And that included me not utilizing um, company um, equipment such as my laptop, my computer, or other parts of working in the office for my own self. You know, if I'm writing a a poem, I'm gonna write it on my personal computer. I'm not gonna write it write it on my com my work computer. If I want people to call me, I would actually tell people not to call my work office. I used to get real cool with people at the company I used to work for, for but people would try to call me during my work hours when I just got in the office, and I would tell them, please call me during lunch or text me or something like that because. Even though I know my employer probably wasn't tracking those calls, and even though we all work together, you want to be respectful of the time that you're on the clock. Um, so when I started working remotely at home, it did not change. I don't, I've, I've been in the same position for three years and working remotely for three years, and I have never used my work phone for home. Um, I have never used my work laptop to put like, personal stuff on there. I mean, I might have like some company personal stuff like my things that they sent me, but I typically don't have any of my personal things on there because at any time, you know, I work for an employer where it's at will employment. I can end it or they can end it. One day I might try to log on and he can say, hey, um, this job is not available. You can't log on and and if you have all your personal documents there, your pictures, your your other things that has nothing to do with the employer and you don't have access to the network anymore, you're jacked, okay? Um, so you have to keep that in mind too. But I understand that these employers will have some kind of tools to check out whether people are doing their job. I, I assume that they're auditing us all the time. So I'm not surprised to hear, you know, uh, about screenshots, key loggers, mouse trackers, how long messages, you know, they they want to make sure you're doing your job. And I do my job. All of my all of my messages are basically for work. And I answer all my emails and I've never had any problems. Now, when you used to work inside the office, for those who work in the office right now or used to work in the office and work remotely like me, companies also, when I worked, you know, on site, they would look at bathroom breaks. And um, I remember a coworker of mine is getting in trouble because they would just be hanging out at a cubicle for more than an hour. And, and that person got rolled up. They were, were sitting there talking to somebody. <clears throat> Meanwhile, as a team member, I was doing my job and I was actually supporting this person's job. This person was never sitting in their office doing their job. They were actually chilling, 
They would clock in early in the morning, then go get lunch. You know, managers look at all that stuff. They know who's working. So whether you're in in the office or not, you need to treat it like a job. Um, I, I, I knew of an individual who, you know, worked um, and they didn't, um, they try to work a re- remote position. They couldn't re- work the remote position. I don't know if they had the skills to do the job or it was just hard to just adjust from working in the office versus not because working remotely, you do have to have the skills to do the job. You can't just be applying for jobs and you don't know what you're doing. You have to have good transferable skills, et cetera. Uh, now, um, this article also talks about how uh, the cost of surveillance, uh, surveillance is kind of damaging relationship between workers and companies. Uh, and makes employees more likely to lie, cheat, still pretend they work and quit. Now, I do believe that it will create an issue with people who already were mad and really feel some kind of way because they're in remote position. They're pretending to work and quit. So they're saying 43% of remote workers um, feel like this watching violates their trust. 59 people feel anxiety. 26% feel resentment and 28 feel underappreciated knowing that, you know, and so they're saying that nearly two times more employees are, are likely to fake work. They spend over an extra hour online every day on average just to be seen by colleagues and managers. So, um, and then you know, during the pandemic, put people, you know, quit jobs because of poor working conditions, bad work-life balance and productivity surveillance decays both. 6% of tech workers say they would reject a job offer if they were going to be watched uh, by audio or video to enforce productivity. Half of them would leave a job if their employees use audio and video surveillance, facial recognition, keystroke tactics, tracking and or screenshots. Now, I think the whole facial recognition, if I knew that was going on, I would be pissed off. I'm not going to lie because I think that's going over the line. You don't need facial recognition and you don't need video surveillance. You know the person is working, but I would not be surprised if my current employer uses all of that. I do my job, and if they decide, oh, we we using video surveillance, and we saw that you weren't doing your job, I'd be like, hey, I I I multitask. Did I get the job done? Did I make the phone calls? Did I do the case notes? That's what you need to be concerned about, because if and it's funny, I can see why some people in that case went, you know, if it would be revealed that that was happening, and the employer didn't advise hey this is how we're going to be tracking your outcomes you're working remotely and these are the tools we're using then it would make me feel some kind of way but coming into this this field and working from home i kind of knew that they probably were doing something but again when i work i actually work i log on i do my job i check my notes i do everything i'm supposed to do if, I, if it's a slow day, yeah, I'm on my phone looking at videos. I'm on my breaks doing what I need to do. But um, 
I could see how some people would fake to do their job. I'm not saying it's right. But another point that I wanted to make out as we close out of this uh, this remote work situation and being spied on at work is knowing that, you know, a lot of people that get frustrated and quit are actually individuals who are frustrated because they work in a remote position and haven't moved on and haven't grown. And it's, it's up to you as an individual if you're going to stay in a remote position, knowing that there is no career advancement. There's been a lot of talk about people working from home and have no career advancement. So if you want career advancement and your employer doesn't offer other opportunities in that field, you need to look at your skills. You need to do an inventory. You need to promote yourself. And I know that sounds strange, but sitting around waiting for an employer to recognize your skills when you know your skills, sometimes, you know, you might you might need to job hop. You might need to, you know, every three or four years look, okay, do I want to do this for the next six years? Do I want to do this for the next year? You have to be honest with yourself and you can't put everything on the employer and waiting for some magical moment where they're going to look at you and recognize that you really are doing something amazing and you deserve to be promoted. A lot of remote jobs may not have career advancement attached to it. I know it sounds crazy, but that's true. Like my current position has no career advancement to it, but it, but it is a steady job. Now I could stay in it for the next couple of years, or I can push myself, get some more certifications and do other things within the same field of, you know, healthcare insurance. I can do that if I want to. Um, am I waiting for a magical moment for them to be like, oh, we're going to promote you. This position is not promotable. <laughs> we have a certain structure. So be careful when you take a remote job and don't, and be, be, uh, mindful and realistic with you on career advancement. If you want career advancement, then you need to pick a role that can transition to other roles in the company or say like a field like federal government and you can work different kind of organizations within that government or state or city, your local organizations. But if it's a stagnant position, you may be in that position for a while and that might be fine for you if you want um, you know, consistent work and you don't wanna worry about career advancement and you okay with being on that slow track to get you know, the average increase every year, I don't know, 2%, 3%, whatever it is, that's fine. I remember my mom, she worked in the federal government for multiple years in the same position, but she did different, different, um, different positions with her skills. You know, the bottom line is she did almost 30 years like that. And that's great, you know, um, but a lot of people come into remote work, getting upset and thinking that the employer or demanding an employer or thinking that automatically you're going to get promoted uh, up to a better position. You may have to position yourself for that opportunity, or you may have to job hop and find another position and keep going up and keep going up. That's just how it is. Um, so with that being said, I say that a lot because I work in workers' compensation. I work with a lot of employees. 
maybe next year I'll do a deep dive on different, you know, issues I see. Um, but I know a lot of employees who they do this one position for the last 10 years, say housekeeper, and they want to do something different where the organization won't allow them to. Well, you can always go back to work in a different way. I had an employee who um, was a housekeeper and she was on workers' compensation for a while. And then she went and changed her life by going back to school. She got her bachelor's degree first and then she went and got her master's. By the time she was about to get into a master program, she was going to come back to work. Her employee told her the only way she could come back to work is as a housekeeper. I told her, what other plan do you want? And she told me what her skills were. We worked together. I looked at her resume. I encouraged her to do something else. And she got a position making 20, 30,000 more than she was as a, as a housekeeper. And it's only because she had the master's degree. If she wanted to, she pushed herself. She networked. She did the resume. She made sure she did everything she was supposed to do to move on to the next opportunity. Um, even though it wasn't a remote position, her position is a sedentary position. Her old position was a position where she had to bend her back and all that. And she's an older lady and she didn't want to break her body down. And also her position is eligible for remote work in instances where the office would have to be closed. They just give her a laptop and she could work from home. And she's, she's a patient service rep. It's kind of like a customer service role. So she could do that at home. So when you are looking at these opportunities, make sure you really think about what you want, what you're willing to take, because especially if you end up working fully remote, um, your employer is, is looking at everything that you do, whether you know it or not, and be mindful of that. Um, and I know that every day they're probably looking at me, but there's nothing here <laughs> to to say oh she can't work anymore because i make sure i keep my nose clean i hope you do the same if you're considering remote work but anyway i'll talk to you guys soon as we are ending uh season two at the end of this week and moving into season three in january have a wonderful week <laughs>